Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. Have you ever noticed how a calm mind can really set the stage for a good night's sleep? That's the idea behind our new podcast, Good Sleep. Greg, our host from Optimal Relationships Daily, is here to help ease you into a peaceful night's rest with some positive affirmations. And these affirmations aren't just comforting, they can help ease anxiety and nurture positive thoughts, setting you up for true good sleep. So, press play on good sleep tonight because a good tomorrow starts with a good night's sleep. Just search for good sleep in your podcast app and be sure to pick the one from Optimal Living Daily. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1125. Diminish Dastardly Doms, Delayed Onset Muscle Soreness with Active Recovery by John Romanello of romanfitnesssystems.com. And I'm your host and narrator, Dr. Neil Malik. Hey there, happy Wednesday and welcome back to Optimal Health Daily, where I read to you from popular health and fitness blogs to help you optimize your health. But on Fridays, I do something a little different. On those days, I answer your questions right here on the show. And if you want to send me a question, drop by our website, oldpodcast.com, to see how. Now, it's the middle of the week, which means I want to give you a little bit of inspiration to hopefully help you make it through the rest of the week. So, here we go. Quote, I can give you a six-word formula for success. Think things through, then follow through. Edward V. Rickenbacker. All right, now that we're in the right frame of mind, Let's get right to today's post and start optimizing your life. Diminish Dastardly Doms, Delayed Onset Muscle Soreness with Active Recovery by John Romanello of romanfitnesssystems.com. We've all been there before. You start a new program, have a great workout, and everything is off to an awesome start. And then, a few days in, you wake up in the morning to find out that, apparently, Ninjas have kidnapped you in the night and beaten every part of your body with very large, very hard sticks. Ninja sticks. At least, that's what it feels like. In actuality, you're experiencing DOMS, or delayed onset muscle soreness, which is exactly what it sounds like. Now, a lot of people mistakenly think this is something that happens to new trainees only, or people that haven't worked out in a while. But that's not true. If you've worked out for some time, you also know. That's not true. I can tell you from experience, even the most advanced trainee can experience some serious post-workout soreness, particularly if they're using a new program or trying unfamiliar exercises. If you're training for fat loss, you're probably changing things up more often and maybe experiencing DOMS 
with an uncomfortable frequency. Anytime there's variation and a good program for fat loss or muscle gain will include variation, DOMS will likely occur. So how to fix it? There are lots of ways and none of them are mutually exclusive. Today, we're gonna focus on what in my experience is one of the most effective, active recovery. Active recovery, as you might imagine, is a way of being proactive with your recovery rather than waiting around to feel better. It requires you to be active to facilitate recovery. Here's why this is important. Soreness from training can indicate a lot of things. Most of the time, it's harmless and just uncomfortable. However, it can raise some interesting questions. Should I wait until I feel better to work out again? How long is it gonna take to go away? Will this interfere with progress? Those are all great questions. You probably don't need to take time off. You're almost definitely not injured. But training through severe DOMS can be a severe pain in the butt, or leg, or chest, or the biceps, or wherever. It can hinder performance, and as a result, compromise the efficacy of your program. This is where active recovery comes in. I'll get to the specifics in a moment, but first, some basic training biology. All training creates tiny tears in the muscle tissue. This is what we call microtrauma. When these tears are repaired, the muscle gets bigger, stronger, denser, etc. It's an important part of the entire process, regardless of whatever your specific fitness goal is. Nutrients need to be shipped off to the damaged site to help with the repairs. Example, in your super awesome workout, you do a bunch of squats, causing microtrauma in your legs. In order to repair that, you need to get nutrients to your quads. With regards to this example, let's assume that nutrients are transported to muscle cells only through blood. As a result, if we wanna increase the rate muscles are repaired, we need to hasten the delivery of nutrients by increasing the amount of blood flow to the muscles. And that's really what active recovery is and what it means, encouraging blood flow and therefore nutrient transport to the site of damaged muscles. So what's the easiest way to do this? More exercise for those specific areas. It might sound incredibly counterintuitive, but if your legs are crazy sore from doing tons of squats, one way to make them feel better is with more squats or some comparable leg exercise. Keep in mind, this will certainly stress the muscle ever so slightly, but it will create a lot of blood flow to the area, which in turn allows for the necessary nutrient transport. And that's active recovery in a nutshell. Whatever part of your body is hurting, perform light exercise for that body part. You want it to be light and relatively low on the intensity scale. If your quads hurt from doing a ton of squats, you should do a few sets of bodyweight squats. Don't load the bar with your one rep max, just some light work to break through the barrier. Just a few sets can be very beneficial. Making a habit of active recovery can also bring some balance to your meathead lifestyle. A typical weight training routine runs three to four days a week, that leaves a good chunk of the week unoccupied. Rather than just sit and let the muscle soreness stiffen you up, use active recovery to indulge in varying forms of exercise. All of that said, there are a lot of ways to pursue active recovery. It doesn't have to be direct exercise for that muscle. In the sports performance world, athletes like hockey and football players, sports that cause lots of lower body anaerobic muscle damage and therefore DOMS, often ride a stationary bike the day after games to speed up recovery. If your hamstrings are sore, you don't have to do leg curls. You may find that an hour in a yoga class will not only help your hamstrings feel better, 
but also bring a host of other benefits with it. Or if your quads are sore, going on a hike might be the thing to do. My point is, there's no wrong way to seek active recovery, as long as you don't go overboard. For those of us who love to go hard in the gym, framing our off days as active recovery shows us working hard doesn't always equal better results. Paradoxically, on these days, working too hard acts to our detriment. So something like a yoga class or a hike provides us the opportunity to work hard in other ways or to let go of our work ethic altogether and enjoy the exercise and the process. In an interview with Tim Ferriss, author and entrepreneur Derek Sivers recounted when he used to ride his bike along the Santa Monica beach. He would hustle his butt off and arrive at his destination in a predictable 43 minutes. Then, one day, Sivers decided he wasn't going to work so hard. Instead, he aimed to soak in the beauty the beach had to offer, observing the birds overhead, the sun gleaming on the sand. When he looked at his watch after completing the same ride, it read 45 minutes. All that extra hustle, bustle, and stress just to save two minutes. This lesson has broad implications, but in the context of your active recovery, remember to enjoy the journey. And you know what? Keep this in mind during your regular workouts too. Like anything, active recovery only works if you actually do it. Yet, what at first will seem like a chore, trying a new activity and going through a steep curve of discomfort, you may find you actually enjoy it. That's right. Maybe you like something other than lifting heavy weights. What a concept. It's infinitely preferable and more effective than waiting around feeling sore and feeling sorry for yourself. The best part is, Not only will active recovery make everything go faster, it'll also increase your metabolic rate, burn more calories, and just generally improve your mood. In short, the only way you can go wrong with active recovery is to not do it. You just listened to the post titled Diminish Dastardly Doms Delayed Onset Muscle Soreness with Active Recovery by John Romanello of romanfitnesssystems.com. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. You remember that inspirational quote I shared with you at the top of the show? I can give you a six-word formula for success, think things through, then follow through? Well, what was John's last bit of advice? The only way you can go wrong with active recovery is to not do it, is to not follow through. See, there's a method to my madness when I share these inspirational quotes with you. Now, I actually recently had a major case of DOMS. It had been a while since I put my body through a high-volume deadlift routine specifically. But last week, when I read to you Nia's post about deadlifting, I felt really motivated. So I performed nine sets of 10 repetitions of deadlifts using my body weight. Immediately after, I felt tired, but I felt good. My legs and lower back didn't feel like they were torn to shreds. Well, fast forward to the next morning, when I woke up, I definitely felt the effects of those 90 deadlifts. My instinct was to take it easy that day and use my legs as little as possible, even if that meant crawling around on the floor using just my arms. But that would have delayed my recovery. As John mentioned, active recovery is key. So I enjoyed a light workout on a stationary bike to help increase blood flow to my legs, knowing that it will bring oxygen and nutrients to help repair those sore muscles. Then I performed some light stretching after. It wasn't the most comfortable experience, particularly the stretching. I was taking a lot of deep breaths to help release all of that tightness, but I knew it was worth it. 
And so the next time you're feeling sore, try active recovery. And in fact, the research supports this idea as well. So you don't just have to take my and John's word for it, but the research shows that active recovery can help you feel better faster. All right, that'll do it for another edition of Optimal Health Daily. Thank you so much for listening, and I'll see you back here tomorrow where your optimal life awaits.